What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Uh, hoping that you guys can hear us. We're set up at, on location. I'm going to show you in a moment. Um, you are tuned into the Cannabis Closet podcast with Canna Queen. That's me and MJ. That's her. Uh, uh, this is an adult content show with no limitations on language content or actions, uh, opinions, and views of the hosts, their guests, their subsidiaries. Um, are are not are I'm sorry the <laughs> the opinions and views expressed on this show may or may not be that of the hosts and their subsidiaries. Please note we're not medical physicians or attorneys. So all information that we've collected and share with you is from personal research and experience and knowledge. Thank you guys for rolling yeah. up and showing up. Enjoy the show. We are on location at Shisha Lipa Lounge happy in Denver. Happy, happy, happy 420. Are you ready to? We're ready. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead and do it. We just finished one. We're going to start another one. If you're in the comment section, tell us hello. Uh, we do have a couple of guests today. Uh, so it's, we're super excited to have them on. We are in Shisha Lipa Lounge today. So we have the owners of Shisha Leafa coming on to join us today. Um, and then we also have um, Krista Jones with the uh, THC Girls and the Highly Connected app coming on with us today. Neither um, or any of them, I shouldn't say neither because um, it's going to be Adrian and John Eldis coming on with us with Shisha Leafa. None of them have been on the show yet. So we're super excited to have them. First time. Woo woo. Um, Oh, the dog is listening. Well, thank you. I'm so glad. Oh, I'm this so is how excited. bad my eyes are. I thought that said my full name. I know. Is I was listening. like, does it I say like, Of course she's listening. <laughs> so, okay. So we're just going to jump right in today. Um, why am I mad? I am mad still because I brought this up on the last show, but I'm really mad about the, the um, predatory banking practices against the cannabis industry. Um, we just got a taste of that recently. And so a bank 
that I was banking with suddenly started charging me $150 a month. And I didn't really realize it because no money was really going out of there. So I didn't monitor it like constantly, but then I needed to go in and use the money for something. And I wanted to see what my balance was. And it was 22 cents. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Where did <laughs> that all the doesn't money math, go? right? That the math ain't mathing, right? So over the last uh, several months, they've been taking this fee out, which is a fee that that banks that accept cannabis business are allowed to charge ancillary businesses or cannabis industry businesses uh, to, you know, keep up with the regulations or whatever. But the problem with them charging this particular business is that I never touch the plant as a representative of CQ LLC. CQLC is just knowledge and education. It, it is, is an exorbitant fee. That's like, an exorbitant fee. $150. That's month, predatory. That's, month. you know, it's just, it's a too month. much. And I think, you know, if we passed bills like the Safe Banking Act, for example, then we could just bank like a normal business and not be hit with these predatory fees. It's and not I, this hard. It's, I, it really shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that hard. I mean, if we're talking about it being an industry, right, and uh, they want to take taxes from us and they want to regulate it, then they should also let us bank and not uh, you know, and 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 be included in this. You know, we make money too. Yeah. So. So, um, that's 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 it. That's why I'm mad. I'm gonna continue to be mad about it. I'm not just mad about it because it happened to me. I'm mad about it because it's happening to people, and it's just like. A whole thing, right? So, um, Adrian's in the corner, like me too, me too, right? And so, and we're going to learn about why that his product is how this affects him, right? And his product, it does, it affects his product, his his, his uh, and he can't, like, we can't bank without, you know, paying this crazy fee. I'm in the process of trying to get it back. To be completely honest with you. Because the new bank that I'm banking with was like, oh, you're a consulting company and an education company. We don't need to charge you that fee because it's not necessary for what you do. Oh, so and we didn't even we didn't even acknowledge what type of business. We just went for it and, and changed you over. Yeah, that's handed what that you other off. Bank did. They handed you off to a partner, and then I've never spoken to anybody at this bank. It's crazy. They don't even know anything about my business, so nope. I don't know what I'm paying that money for. But anyways. Ooh. There's another thing that I'm kind of mad about. I'm going to play a video for you. Um, I don't know if I'm going to play it in its entirety, but um, this is a part of our history corner. So um, I have two pieces of history today. One is all over the internet. Everybody's talking about it. Um, I don't think that I have a video for it. So we're just going to talk about it. Uh, but this other one, I don't think uh, enough people are talking about. I haven't really heard anything about it except for this uh, video right here. So let me share that. Are we going to bring our guests in after the second video or? Um, let's see. What is, let me just look at this. I just need to look and see. Um, I have two videos. So let me play this one. This one is not about the um the, so 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 a police shooting happened on july 3rd we're gonna or july 30th we're gonna talk about that but um let me play this first video first and then we'll put the second video on we'll bring our guests in we'll talk about it um and then we'll also talk about 
what happened in Alabama. <laughs> you're good. All right. So, yeah, you're good. We're just going to play a couple videos. Let's see. What do I need to do? Present. So, which video are you guys playing right now? What's that? Or which video? Sorry, I'm on. Which video are you guys playing right now? We're playing a video from one of my favorite TikTok creators. Um, so let's share this. Um, uh, yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah, we Levert are. the basement. <laughs> I always, I have to like sound his um, screen name out because it's all squished together. Bassman. I'm not sure which. I'll say Bassman. Bassman. Okay. Um, so this, uh, so, so I'm just going to play the video. Hey, good morning. Today is Tuesday, August 8th, the 220th day of 2023. And so far, we've had 494 mass shootings. That works out to about two a day. 607 people have been killed. 1,986 people have been wounded. Meanwhile, the police have admitted to killing at least 626 people. And that number does not include people who've died under mysterious circumstances while in police custody, like the two men in Arizona this week, because police only turn in officer-involved shootings on a voluntary basis. There are 145 days left in this year. Here we go again. Pray, mourn, and repeat. So that was the first video. We're just uh, loading up the hookah. You're okay. <laughs> You're okay. No, we're live. No, it's okay. Oh uh, no, but <laughs> we are. Our guests are. We are preparing for um, our guests to come on, and yeah. that includes uh, loading up the hookah. So, so this just a disappointing statistics that there, of course, have been like double, more than double the amount of days that there've been in the year mass shootings in this country that we, we you know we don't hear about most of them so um just you know it's not just was, the big ones you hear on the news yeah y'all. it happens like at least twice a day so are you eating it i love that i love that for you okay <laughs> so here's the next video this one uh we're not just, I don't want to just skim over that last video, but, um, you know, we're, we're kind of moving through, but I do want you to go follow Levert. He is always bringing the facts and history. Um, he's really amazing and his clapbacks are excellent. So go check him out. Um, that's just a little statistic that I think that we just need to bring awareness to. Be open to some truths. Yes. Do you need this? Something like this? No. No. Okay. So this one, um, this happened July 30th or 31st. Uh, let's see here. 31st. This happened on July 31st. Tr- <coughs> trigger warning that we gave you at the beginning. Um, the, this is about a, a police shooting. So um, no knock warrants were involved. And the reason we should like just be done with those. There's a list. So let me share this. Here we go. Hey y'all. Um, I know everybody has been texting me and calling me asking me what happened. Um, so I'm just doing this video to explain what's going on. Um, 
So basically on July 31st, uh, I received a phone call stating that my mother's home was on Facebook Live and that um, they had police tape all around her house. Um, the people that lived in the house was my mother, my brother, um, my stepdad, and my, my brother's girlfriend. Um, so, um, yeah, so we basically, like I said, they told me about the Facebook Live and they had said that two people were killed. And they didn't know who two people, but everybody was saying that one of the people was my brother. So, um, you know, I immediately got on the road. Um, it's about a six hour distance between my house and my mom's house. So the whole time I was on the road, um, you know, I'm, I'm calling all four of them, trying to see if I can get anybody to answer. Uh, my sister, who is local, um, she was sitting in the um you know, police department, um, the whole, like, you know, the whole time I was on the road, uh, they would not give her any information. So, uh, while I was driving, she was sitting there trying to call around hospitals, just find anything we can find about their whereabouts, basically. Um, so then I made it there. I got the call around nine something. I made it there at like three 30 in the morning. By the time I had made it there at three 30 in the morning, um, we had found out that my mother was in ICU. So we had located my mom, but we didn't know where everybody else is. So we were still missing three people. Um, and then at that point, we had um, been told that one of the people that had got killed was a police officer. So we still didn't know who the other person was that had passed away. Um, finally, it wasn't until the next day uh, or well into, you know, the early morning, um, that we found out that um you know my they had took my brother and my girlfriend i mean my, my brother and his girlfriend um they had took them so they were safe and then at that point we realized that the other deceased person was my stepdad so um the only thing that we actually know is that the police came into the house they did a no-knock warrant um some shots were fired and that resulted in a um, police officer being killed as well as my stepdad. Um, my mom is currently in ICU. Uh, she's not doing well, honestly. Um, and my brother, they are trying to book him on a first degree murder charge. I'm a whole, we're a whole technical difficulty. So this story uh, is out of Louisiana. I don't think it's getting enough action. Honestly, I haven't seen a whole lot about it. And um, they, um, they came in on a no-knock warrant, the police. And um, in the process, there was a shootout. The, one of the deputies uh, got shot and died. And also the stepfather was shot and killed and the mother was shot in the face. She's in, uh, she was in ICU the last um, I saw. So I haven't seen a new video. It's not even popping up on like my regular videos or anything like that, you know? So it's not getting a lot of play, but, um, but yeah, basically they can't provide the family is asked on other videos. You can go look. The family is asked for um, the documentation of the warrant 
and have not been provided that. And they also have asked to see the footage from the um, from the body cams, and uh, the body cams were turned off. It's like, what's the point of having them if you're going to turn them off? Right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm gonna we're just gonna keep up on that story, but um, I just wanted to like highlight it because it's not it's it's really not getting enough attention i don't think and you know if you guys share it and they share it and share it whatever um you can we can get more attention on it um the uh the creator her name is i i am z underscore ali so it's i a m z e e underscore a l i um and if you just go follow her um check out her videos give her some support by just boosting the videos they do have a gofundme as well so um so we brought you guys in um on that because these are some like of the more popular stories and we like to just you know bring you in on the on what's happening like um in real in real time and whatever so uh if if you guys ever want to just like jump in you totally can um, but what are your thoughts on that, on the no-knock warrant situations? Um, we, we've already given the trigger warning. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, so the, the real thing like, like, that I, that whole thing sounds like a freaking movie to me. You know, yeah. it sounds like some plot twists and some some crooked cops and some, some bullshit, yeah. really, because it, the people that ended up dying were... Were they police uh, sheriff? One, at one least of them. one was a deputy, okay, so and like, I think he was from. Uh, he was asked to come in, actually, too. So I don't think he was with the original unit. Um, I like saw backup. Yeah. Like a, so, um, but yeah, he lost his life, and then the stepfather lost his life as well. Um, and there are pictures of the mom that, like, um, you got to see. If I got to see this, you got to see these pictures on the GoFundMe. Um, so, um, yeah, it's really sad. And, um, the, uh, according to the, um, to the sister, uh, IMZ Ali, uh, she says that there's act, there's no criminal activity. There's no like prior warrants or anything like that. So it's kind of weird that, that, that was happening to their family. So yeah, we will keep up on the, on what's going on with that. I'll try to find more information about it. Um, but I always... I always like when they say no knock warrant was involved. I mean, it just like, I feel like it takes us back in time a bit. It's like, what's the parameters? And oh, we're just going in, no checks, no nothing. Yeah, we're just, you know, yeah. busting down the door and go. Guns I mean, there's a lot involved in that too. Like when you get into like Pfizer courts and shit like that and, and what the government is actually able to, to do under the, uh, like in secret. And, yeah. and so like that it's, it gets even, you know, deeper than no not warrants. It's like they can take you away. They can. They can put you in. You. They can disappear you and yeah. put you in what, Gitmo and shit. So like, I don't know. I'll get into conspiracy theories. All day. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not obviously. It's not a conspiracy theory because they do it to people. Yeah. Right. And so like. Yeah. Um. I guess. Um. You guys. I guess we should introduce uh, our guests. <laughs> and they magically appear after the video. Appeared. Um. So. Um. John Ellis coming. Um, but, uh, yeah, we can't, we totally yes, drink we can, this. Yeah. Pop this would you like to do a commercial break at this time? Yeah, most certainly. <laughs> Brought to you by Pop This, Queen Kitty. I just popped that kitty. She's tasty. 
Cheers. Cheers. Put it in your mouth. Cheers. Put it in your mouth. Best Ooh. thing you'll put in your mouth all day. Oh, yes. I love it so much. Fire. Oh, my God. It's that new cherry. Yeah. That tastes good. It's refreshing. So this is um, Adrian Garcia uh, with Ooh, Shisha Leaf Lounge and a million other Pacha, things that he Pacha does. Pacha I'm going to let him talk about himself in a minute. <laughs> and this is Krista motherfucking Jones. <laughs> and she is with the THC Girls and the Highly Connected app. We found out you were coming into town. And you sent me a text and, I'll, and you were like, let's get together. And I um, respect your time and also want to like, I want to hang out with you, but I also want to make it like, you know, productive. So I was like, hey, <laughs> what about if you came on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and so here we are. Um, neither have been on the podcast. John L's coming too. He's strong man in it right now. Um, they none have been on the podcast today, uh, before. Uh, Adrian was uh, hosting on Wednesdays a radio show, so we can never um, have him come on. But we were a guest on his radio show, and um, and then you're just and then you're just never here. <laughs> so, so so this was a, a lucky day a lucky day um before we get into the next story that everybody's talking about uh, i just want to give our guests a little insight into both of you so um i'll let adrian start um just uh tell us a little bit about yourself you've got like like i said he's got like a million things going on so buckle up everybody buckle up <laughs> i mean all right so first off Thank you. You know, this is dope that you're having a, you know, this in the space and this is a lot of what. Yeah. Live at Shisha Leap Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Live at the Shisha Leap Lounge. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for being here. Uh, the thank more you. exposure, the more people know about what we're doing, what we're trying to accomplish here with uh, within the community, it, it helps. So, yeah. Um, I'll start off with the space that we're in. It's called the Shisha Leap Lounge. We're private members only um, lounge. We do special events uh in the bottom half of the lounge it is a venue so you can do uh like tonight we have an open mic wolf wednesdays yeah shout out to jazzy wolf um we host djs we host rappers singers um all different types of musicians and it's really for a place for people to grow the idea is to to give people a platform um to to build their audience the space isn't huge so it doesn't look like you know if you don't have a lot of people that show up to your show, you know, it doesn't look empty. Right. But at the end of the day, where we kind of play a role and want to play a role in too is like helping artists understand all of the different dynamics of, of what it takes to being an artist. Because it's not just making music. Right. It's networking. It's it's hustling. It's selling your tickets. It's it's you know it's really building a follow a following. Yeah. You know so. We work with um, KMG. They are a producer school and a, um, a recording studio. Yes. And they pop out a, a lot of different types and styles of DJs. And so we, we have a KMG takeover night every Saturday. <laughs> yeah, Saturday uh, the 12th is going to be pretty dope. So we have um, we have some bass music here on the 12th. A lot of hip hop bass. Um, man. The space itself is going to be transformed on Friday and Saturday. We're having people come and redo all of the paint and all the artwork on the outside of the building. So, like, oh, Saturday wow. is going to be pretty dope. Might amazing. even have a like, yeah, tattoo crazy. artist come through. Um, 
he's, he wants to try to use the space to promote his book. Um, but yeah, so we, we do shit within the community and we just want to build with, with everyone and be respectful. It's a very inclusive space, you know, as, as much as we can, you know, as far as like the hundred year old building part. And yeah. <laughs> stairs are a little steep sometimes, you know. Things but, happen. Yeah. We were just talking about 50 plus year old buildings and the complications <laughs> that live within them. And the ghost too, and by being the way. a business owner, right? Yeah. I mean, everything. And the ghost. Is... <laughs> um, you were saying on our last story how the banking um, has affected you. So because uh, Shisha Leafa is also is not just a lounge. It's actually uh, a hemp uh, shisha. So it's like a for smoking hookah. You can probably explain your product better than yeah, I can. Yeah, right we have the bags. Yeah. So, oh, oh, I don't know where the bag is. Yeah. Right there. So, the shisha is a hemp based shisha. You had it right on the head. Yeah. <laughs> no tobacco, no nicotine, no CBD, and no THC. And so, what it is is a, excuse me, it's a healthier alternative to uh, smoking tobacco. And generally, well, not even generally, we found that 41% of Hookah smokers don't smoke other shisha products. And so, or excuse me, don't smoke other tobacco products. And so what that tells us is that, you know, people are going out, they're smoking hookah, they're doing it to enjoy it. They're doing right. it to do it socially, but they don't, they're, they're not, not smoking tobacco. Tobacco users. You know what I mean? Can you uh, pass me one of those, please? It's probably what you like. No, it, it doesn't matter. Put these down because they got that shit on them. They love that So... <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so, so because this is a hemp based product, mm -hmm. then he is considered an ancillary business and therefore he gets hit with this ancillary business charge of $150 a month just to have a bank account. And yours is just the hemp plant, the hemp base is no CBD, no THC. Correct. And... <clears throat> And so it is purely the leaf, correct? And how yeah. you okay. It's it's the leaf, and then it's our our terpenes and, and our uh, slurry mix. And so we um, we get our terpenes from Abstract. Shout out to Abstract; they're an amazing company. They do some of the most fire terpenes, like just in general. Um, they do a lot of cannabis derived terpenes as well. And so, like we, we that's where we get um, all of our terps. And John L has a pretty good relationship with them as well, but. We uh, we want our flavors, we want our um, the taste of it to be really like it says on the bag. If you're if you're tasting mango, you're gonna taste mango. Not we don't want it to be artificial. It doesn't taste artificial. It doesn't smell artificial. It does not. It tastes how it smells, and I'm hogging it right now. It's, but I'm just getting I started. Just, I was like, where's the hookah? <laughs> so while he gets that started. Uh, Krista, tell us about you and how you got started with THC Girls and then the Highly Connected app, which is an amazing app. We actually saw the uh, events come through today. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tell us tell us about that. Tell us about what yes. you guys do. No, I appreciate you guys very much, girl, for having me. I, yeah. How you put it together of us, you know, getting together, doing something like this is amazing because that's what we strive to do every time, right? Right is to be productive, connect, and 
build our network community, but always being productive, you know, is, is involved. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate being included. So and always having me here, you know. So, um, but yeah, so I started in the cannabis space for about 15 years ago in the commercial space, you know, as it started in Denver and slowly, gradually uh, evolved from dispensary work, demoing to trimming to just being able to work project by project, making a name for myself in the space. And uh, as I was able to hear in the cultivation side, you know, people weren't able to sell product. They were like, I can't, ri- I can't get rid of my weed, you know? And I was like, well, that's silly, <laughs> you know? Like, who, 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 who has that kind of problem, you know? Yeah. Um, but the dispensaries were producing, you know, if you, if you grew good, you could produce well, right? And uh, so the places that we, I was growing for were producing. And uh, so I started throwing events. I started, I tried to throw a tour company actually together and then ended up um, seeing that I had a huge act for promotions. Like really the event that I threw to promote the tour company, the dispensaries all started doing on their own. Right. They were like, oh, you know, that's a good idea. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let people shop. If they buy, they can view the grow. Right. So that kind of uh, went away, but what really stuck was the THC girls. And I saw that I had a big community and a network, anything I did, even in high school, I was always, you know, having parties and yeah. having a lot of people there and connecting the DJs and all the things, you know, but so it just translated uh, at more of like a passion brand at the time, like organically and um, becoming like an influencer brand ambassador for all the places I grew. You know, but it wasn't that at the time, about 10 years ago, it wasn't really that. So I connected the dots and created the THC girls and started just, you know, all my friends were taking photos and they weren't getting paid for it. And all these things were happening and people weren't getting their value. And I was like, damn, you know, I'm really a problem solver, I I say, you know, yeah, a solutionist, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so um, just being efficient, effective is what I like to do in general. So uh, I was doing the cultivation stuff. I got recruited. I went out to Oregon for a long time, a couple years. Felt like a long time. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, a couple years <laughs> different ways. <laughs> different ways. Yeah. It was a long yeah. time. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I went out there and I was able to direct the cultivation side. So I was directing the cultivation for a 35,000 square foot grow. And I recruited Sanja to be the director of marketing. And the team that I was working with, we had already established to, uh, together out here on a project to project basis, we went out there and set up the company for about 10% of the market. And we did that by utilizing and recruiting THC girls. You know, we went to the city, we got all the most popular girls and all the people doing everything, you know, in our network and boom, we just activated the brand. And from there, we really saw that we could put multi-million dollar projects together and just started consulting and advising on a project to project basis, you know, including our brands. Cause Sanja has a Sanja Ganja show. Right. And I have the THC girls. And so as we maneuver and grow ourselves in our careers, we utilize and leverage our brands to do so. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So the THC girls is really like helping the community, entrepreneurs, business, efficiency, effective. Um, that's really where that brand stands uh, within operations, marketing, consulting. And then Sanja's brand really goes into like the cannabis education, you know, the entertainment. She's really good at that. And then we have, um, you know, more recently I launched the Highly Connected app. Right. Yes. yes. And it's amazing. Th- it has been just, it's really a tool, you know, for people like all of us just to plug and play and streamline the things that we want. Because sometimes we know yeah. what we want, but we don't know how to get it out there. We don't know how to really put it out there. 
So it's like time, day, location. This is the information I need to help you. Yeah. Right. And in order for me to be effective, this is the way I need you to work. Right. Exactly. And we can produce quick. Exactly. A safe space for our industry to post our events. Whereas, yes. um, you know, we, we have to not say words uh, if we're posting it on a bit around things. And um, it's, a, it's a place to have that freedom to say, yes, this is a cannabis friendly event, a consumption event or, you know, and, and again, following all of our friends that. You know, right. We're allowed to do. Yeah. <laughs> We're allowed to do. <laughs> and I, I think that's been one of the biggest things for us as we've always thrown events. It's never been a, a cannabis event. Right. Yeah. We're just, just an event. We're just cannabis people. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's an event <laughs> that you can smoke weed at. Right? Yeah. It's because that's what we do. It's because right. it is our, our culture and our community. Right. It's not our, our, an industry. Yeah. You know, for exactly. us. For the most part, everyone's participating and partaking wherever they want anyways. It's not right. necessarily, you know, it's coming to a point in time where, you know, it's it's almost looked at like a cigarette or something. Just, you know, yeah, like you can live life with cannabis yeah, in your face. It's not being treated that way. They find yeah. you higher well, than still, a cigarette for sure. Exactly. They'd they be fucking up right um, now. The whole, thing, the whole thing here right now with what's going on with fucking Westward. And fucking not not doing their due diligence and reporting on bullshit and shit that they don't you know like really know what they're talking about. That's what and people that are actually fucking like doing these events and and fucking pu- making them public facing, saying 420 friendly, cannabis friendly, fucking putting all of these goddamn licenses at fucking risk. Yes. And and I I talked about this before. I talked about this. You know, I've, I've mentioned this within the last couple mm-hmm. of months. You know what I mean? Like, if y'all motherfuckers keep your mouth shut and and go about it in, in like, a way such as, you know, that's private or that the MED doesn't have access to, a way that is, you know, yeah. similar to the to the Highly Connected Act, similar to the Shisha Lethal Lounge, <laughs> like, some private shit that you're not publicly saying, hey, come here and do this, 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 and this. Yeah, because that's not what you write exactly. Yeah, I want to... Well, let's just rewind a little bit. So Sorry, I got on my soapbox. No, no, no there, it's cool. Because like, <laughs> no, that's why we talked about starting our up. show. That's yeah. why we started our show. So we reported on that Westward article briefly last week, right? And so we read off what, what the Westward article said. Well, the Westward did not do their full due diligence because, uh, like, a couple of places did not get fined or shut down or whatever they were reporting. But in fact, uh, you know, we're just like, I guess the I mean, you could probably tell us better. The MED checked in on you guys. No, stuff happened, things happened, and it shouldn't happen. And so, like, people are saying, like, things are being reported that aren't true. People are, are snitching on themselves, and outside organizations and companies are snitching on everybody else and so like it's just pretty much a whole clusterfuck and and so like it's it's a thing you know and if people just we're all adults we don't we don't (laughs) actually we've been invited a couple times first of all it's too costly and second of all you're too loud about it you're too loud about it Mm -hmm. it's just it's too much we're not coming um, and we've kind of backed away from like doing cannabis events as a company with Queen Kitty in general, but 
like even when we do attend we don't want it to be so loud you know because of this we don't want to see businesses that have put um you know their backbone and their and their money into their like their livelihood to lose their license because of people being loud and also because y'all need a compliance officer because y'all need a compliance officer okay i'll i'll, I'll got you covered y'all need a <laughs> y'all need a compliance why are you compliance? showing yeah why are you showing up at these events why are you showing up at events that are loud like that that's what i'm just asking because there are other events that you show up at that are not so loud but get plenty of attendance because we talk to each other i don't know every stoner around here but i know a few okay so i'm just saying like why are you showing up at the loud events is what i'm saying and and risking your license and because of those loud events, you're risking your everybody else too when they go to the more private or you know within the circle events. So, um, John Ellis joined us. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm you know, just doing all the heavy lifting, doing dad work and water work, and helping this homeless guy outside with water work. Okay some other stuff i mean meeting our neighbors and so busy today yeah no but how are you guys how's it been going so far it's been great yeah. busy, been busy busy yeah. busy Good. moving keeping moving but i apologize i was late I'm like, it's okay oh well we're usually yeah. late to everything we do um so <laughs> for those of you just joining us we're in the shisha leafa lounge right now um uh -huh. shisha leafa <laughs> is not just a lounge but it's also a hemp based shisha which one are we using right now which one is this yes i want to know that which one we're using lemon and also lemon tart lemon tart and how y'all's uh little apparatus here is different from a typical uh setup and what makes it so how so for the apparatus i feel like i'm like key key uh spec I'm, I'm the guy because i got two big ass dogs two kids running around the house now okay okay and so this tabletop device is like the best for that there situation um you're not worried about it knocking over spilling uh no dog tails no you know the cat can't be a jerk and jump up on them and be like wow you know it's, it's a little bit more difficult it has little rubber pads so it doesn't want to slide around necessarily as much yeah because the normal uh hookah is you know tall and yeah. clumsy and i mean yeah, it's they're straight. beautiful don't get yeah wrong. yeah our artwork like i have i have like a three four foot you know hookah that's all yeah traditional brass glass, i swear that's and, where um i remember the first hookahs that i smoked this out of were just the like traditional yeah we bought we that's what we actually had and then like in the middle of like our whole endeavor we 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 found these we, we actually just stumbled across them um, which was super cool and then we found out we could brand them um and we went with it and uh, love it just it just fits the whole the clean vibe which is what we're trying to push um, you know, the simple vibe, which is what we're trying to push is, is nothing has to be complicated. It doesn't have to be this huge setup, easy for anybody. If you're a gamer, if you're, you know, more modern, doing, it has lights, led lights that on the bottom yeah. of them. It just, it just fits, it fits the times. Yeah. It's really what it is. And it fits, it fits being simple. It's kind of, it's very sleek. It looks like it would fit into a, like, you know, a modern apartment setting. Like, yeah. 
We're in New York and we have the penthouse and it's like very sleek and modern. And it's just like people are like, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> so, yep. so it just kind of has that factor about it, you know. So then it opens up the questioning, which allows us to introduce our product on top of that as the same type of model. Like, it's just clean, sleek, um, you know, a different alternative. It's a better choice yeah. all the way around. So, and so this is available like a combo. They can order this from, from y'all together as Definitely. a package deal. You, you and come here and get it for cheaper. Um, you know, we'll load your well, own. Well, a lot of our here. listeners are out of state. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we got a lot of people in like you can definitely Louis order it online. Well, our establishment is worth coming here for. That's true. So yeah, I'm, so just, say, I'm just saying, this, you won't find this anywhere it's else when we do here. All right. We don't want to talk well, about actually, it too much, but <laughs> actually, actually, she's coming to Denver. Um, Mary is coming to Denver. Um, nice. September 8th, we're going to see Wu Tang. What about the oh, night? Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to that Wu-Tang and Run the Jewels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be amazing. I'm going to have an after party. Um, I want to take a party bus, pick up from here, take everybody down there. I mean, yes. I might even do, like, YDB after. How do you feel about that? I feel about party bus. They won't let me in Wu-Tang. They won't let you in here. I'm not Well, I don't know him personally. I met him once, but I talked uh yes ma'am we're going Danny. for deltron i know but also <laughs> nice um so yeah. let me just building relationships here she is your thing so we're basically like making out over here? No, I actually, <laughs> I didn't hit it. Because she was telling us about oh, yeah, sorry, the, yes. the businesses. Yeah. All right, so back to what you were saying about banking, though. Yes. Go, go off. All right. Go off. <laughs> Starting this project, we started in 2020. And we did like a year and a half R&D, in and out, making sure we had a lot of shit right. Fucking had emergent service processor. They allowed us to do it. They allowed us to use them at first. Um, didn't tell me about some of the fees that they were going to be charging. Bro, they were taking like half of my they half don't of my tell you. And I did I did my due diligence. I didn't just go all willy nilly. Right. You know, I you do that sometimes, you but not all print. the time. Yeah, not all the time. Um, but yeah, what, so that's what happened to us, sort of. A, a, a similarly, we just started getting charged out of the blue, and and I don't I don't put a lot of energy into that company right now so it's just making money because of the relationships that i formed and it's not making like a ton of money but it's making enough for me to just you know keep it going to have a bank account to have a bank account for (laughs) and um i signed up with one banking institution who i guess was partnered with another institution and that institution actually had my account but even though none of my documents said their name on it and I never got charged that fee until the, the new bank, the other bank, the other financial institution took over. Yeah, and it was a surprise. They didn't tell us. So that was a merchant service processor that I was dealing with. My bank. Did you know, they we, charge you that high fee? Yeah, they were yeah. taking they were taking a huge ass percentage. But the bank that I originally started with, I had to, you know, do what you do. 
And so we figured it out. My background is in banking. And so I, I got an account open, but it was, you know, nerve wracking because they could shut it down anytime that they wanted. Yeah. You know, and so like we moved on from that because we linked up with a like an actual good bank that um, they do specialize kind of right now in hemp and CBD and all that yep. stuff. And yeah, they charge a fee, but at the end of the day, you know, like we know, uh-huh. we know the green tax that's in any cannabis fucking it's, structure. It doesn't matter if you're hemp, so it doesn't matter what, what the fuck it is to owners of buildings to fuck it. It's just there, you yeah. know? And so that's like, unfortunately an obstacle within the industry that's going to continue yeah. to, to be there. We don't have safe banking. That's because the, we don't easy, have safe banking. That's the simplest way but to say But it's going to be... They can just do what they want. It'll be there anyway because, like, it'll it'll show up in other ways. It'll show up through, like it is, through, like, renting the space, through any type of, like, production or manufacturing, right. through any type of delivery, <laughs> through, you know, all of it. It'll, it'll still end up showing up. But at the end of the day, it's like, we decided to be in this industry. We know the the, the risks. risks. We know yeah. the the shit that goes wow. on within it. You know, like and I what needs to change. We, we know what revenue. needs to change. We know yeah. what needs to change, and that's uh, I think where we all kind of stand is that we would like to see these changes so that um, we can operate the way that we operate. So we can operate like a normal, like a business. normal business. So we can like um, that goes intended. You wanna, yeah. yeah, exactly. You want to tax and regulate us? Well, at least let us do business in a way that you can you can tax and regulate. I guess. But if you if they just want to just choke it out and yeah, smash it. It's because they don't got a hold on it yet. They're waiting for them to get a hold on it, and then they'll allow it. To, you know, just down with the banking system and the government revamp revolution <laughs> start over we can take this over and lead it ourselves okay let's not take it too far yeah you know right i mean that is Vote the mentality me president. <laughs> <laughs> That's all i'm saying <laughs> this is his official announcement i'm running in five years <laughs> is there is there an um, election happening in five years no. <laughs> no. i don't think so uh, oh, it's happening soon, isn't it? Next what year. is it? Next year. Oh, so maybe so it's yeah, five years. Yeah, it, is five years. <laughs> it is five years. Oh, okay, official well, campaign. Official announcement. I mean, we do we do support campaigns, political campaigns. That's true. Yes. Yeah. We do do. You know, we ended up raising a decent. We do 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 that voodoo that you do. Nice. Yeah. Ian Tafoya, shout out. What's up, baby? Um, yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys, uh, about the other history moment that I didn't bring a video for. Um, and that is the new, um, the new Juneteenth maybe, or just <laughs> national day in history. The new Juneteenth? The yeah, Alabama August, <laughs> August 5th would be the day, right? Um, that, that. I I can't say enough good things. I saw I've seen that brawl from so many different angles. <laughs> Today I saw it from one angle and I saw like three things that I didn't see originally and I was like, "Oh, I am so here cool. for this." You guys know the full story, right? No, I don't. That's so not, I don't know I the full it. story. I found the full story. Okay, out today. let's let's see. wait. So, pass so that after, over to me. After, I, after, after digging deep because I've been all about it. I love it. I love the 
You even gave us weapons as chairs yeah. today. I, I, I love race wars. And, you and gave us weapons as chairs. Bring chairs. segregation back. I don't know. Protected. That's my political stance as president. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, I say, say it again. I'm sorry. I said, I dug deep. I dug deep. We're more segregated now than we were back in the I'm going to say something very controversial. And that's a very, like, it's fucking insane. I'm going to say something very controversial, though. No, because that, listen, black communities thrive. They did thrive during segregation times. Thrive. And then white people got jealous. burned down. Because of mediocrity of white culture and went and burned that shit down. And, and like, but literally more than more. Yeah. We talk about this a lot. More than one time, more than one time. And, um, and the thing is, is that, I don't know. I mean, I know where you're getting. At. I, 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 I want to go there. I want to <laughs> go there. I don't, I don't personally want a segregated community, but I also want to see people thrive without being because our society is controlled by white supremacy and and white supremacist policies. Jails were created through white supremacy. Our governments run by white supremacists. I mean, to be able. To thrive as to be able to thrive in this society as somebody other than white, it's it's. I mean. So check it. I love my mom, right? Bless her heart. She. All we're having. We having a conversation. Well, we having a Bless conversation. Bless my heart too, because I can't with that woman, but I love her. In my heart. <laughs> Go ahead. So we're we're having a conversation, and um, she's like, I'm, "I'm just tired of hearing about hearing about like race and this and that and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "And why why do you think they think that they should get?" And when she says they, she's referring to black people. Um, reparations. I was like, she goes, and I let her continue. She's like, "If that's the case, we should as well." And when she means we, she means indigenous people of this land. She means Mexican. She means like, Power. you know, and so like I said, I said, that's exactly the point. The reason why that you hear about their fight for reparations so much more is because they're a cohesive unit for the most part, moving as one for a, an, a goal and an objective. As a Chicano, as a Latino community, Hispanic, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Latinx these days, right? You know, like we don't have that one single cohesiveness. And that's that's due to a lack of knowledge of identity because like shit, all this shit, even before it was Mexico was like all indigenous land, y'all. And and people came down and mixed and did all the whole all that stuff, but people were here. And and what folks often forget is like you go down to Mexico and shit, like there's there's haciendas. Essentially, haciendas were slave plantations, the same way that there were slave plantations up here. The people were were treated the same way. They were sold the same way. They were, you know, and that, and, but that didn't stop just in Mexico because, remember, Mexico went all the way to fuck up. You know what I mean? And so, like, the, and, and what I tried to get across to her, it's like, one, they're a cohesive unit. Two, we have to stop comparing atrocities. We have to Correct. stop saying our shit was worse than your shit, your shit was worse than my Correct. shit, all Literally of that shit. Exactly. It's, it's like, it's, it's like, no, we all went through or. some shit. Yeah, we all went through some shit. Down. And so, like, let's 
let's figure out the best way to, to actually get out of it. And, and to his point, it, I, I believe that you do have to get with your kin to move kin shit. You know what I mean? You have have walked in similar shoes at least to be able to understand the the goal and the the vision that somebody else sees. Because you can only you can only assume somebody's vision. You know what I'm saying? Because you you just don't see it. So the closer you are to the vision, the more you understand what the vision is, the more cohesive you can be. So it's not like the vision of segregation is like let's gate all the communities. (laughs) You can't pass the black gate and the white gate. It's like no. It's, it's bringing the same, you know, people with the same understanding together so that they can bring each other up through those struggles, but allowing them to do it without having like the restrictions of somebody else who doesn't understand, maybe somebody who's been privileged, potentially holding them back because they think that they're non-privileged, the, the lack of as much privilege as somebody else it equals <laughs> the same as somebody having no privilege. Right. And so it's like you hear the argument where it's like, yeah, well, I grew up in a, you know, run down, right. beat up, but you, you, you got to understand from it. Latinos, you hear, oh, well, I crossed the border legally or, oh, right, you know, I did right, it this right. way. So like and then there's a thing with Chicanos and fucking Mexicans, you know, like and, and these inter- inter- those, you know, like and, and shit like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, we don't know who we are. I'm not one of them mm-hmm. niggas. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I ain't light skin. You know, like don't talk about us light skins. It's literally just like uh, it's just like pitting us against each other because that's that's how we're controlled. It's part of the plan. It's literally how we're controlled. So yeah, stop letting them control. Letting them the the governmental them let stop being controlled. But the way the way the way you do that though, the way you stop that is is. You take back your power and entrepreneurship is one of the biggest ways that you can do that. I, I believe growing your own food is probably the single biggest way to, to actually take back your power and, and being able to be self-sustainable in that, right? Which I wish I was, you know. But at the end of the day, going out and starting a business, going out and, and sticking your, business. supporting other businesses, supporting, you know, consumers, supporting fucking employees and going out and doing that shit, like, yeah. and fucking... At the end of the day, when I think about all the shit that we do, we're we're connected. You know, we're highly connected between yes. us, and and we we have associations as far as like the THC grows, like being intrinsic and, and integral in the building of Shishalifa and the building of the brand and the building of, of you know um, the the brand itself. You know, and so like and and then also sharing community and sharing networks and resources and all of that. You know, and then with with us media you know and, and that type of thing and so like we're we're connected in in a way that allows us to utilize our resources you know fan band productions it's running the you across it says for family building a movement we're building community through music and art by utilizing each other's networks to build each other up. That's what we do. Yeah. I, I love the concept of oh, look, Nuggets under the table right now because he's like, what are you all scared? So, so speaking of Fan Bam, let's get back to what started this. So the race war in Alabama. Because <laughs> yes. I've been wanting to say this. So it started off because yes, tell the, the, story. the security guard. So a lot of those people didn't get fired because of how it started off. 
So it started off the security guard went and he was like telling me it was a, there was a so you, you saw the guy swimming. Yeah. yeah. He jumped off a boat. Yes, I saw off, that angle today. A, uh, today you, I saw the what angle. Call, what do you call the uh, like not but it's a bigger it's a cruise ship. Like not but not a cruise ship. It's like in the middle like of a, a cruise yacht, ship a like a like a big ass cruise ferry whatever like a, a party boat yeah. for like a couple hundred people. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, these people had been sitting on that boat for about an hour waiting for the people who the security guard was telling them to move their boat and so the guy was like dude we've been telling you for about an hour like to move your fucking boat so he unties their boat and starts to push it off the dock and so then he walks away and the other guys are yelling at him and they this is they the point where they start calling him the n-word right and I read that like today. you f and n blah, 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 and they start and so then all the people on the cruise ship are like what the fuck we just want to hard go R, home by the way hard on Okay. So this. so everybody everybody's pissed. The whole boat has been sitting there for an hour waiting on this group of people who doesn't care. Right? And then so when he pushed off the boat and the first guy attacks and start beating him up, everybody already knows the situation. This was not a matter of like he looks at the boat and flung his hat up. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Yeah, he faked himself out. He faked himself it's out. Like that's the, what it was like. <laughs> it stood up there too long and then he got snickered. <laughs> like, Come on, bro. You can't do that to yourself. But when he did that, I was like, oh. When I saw that, the first thing I saw was that. I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. Yo, that was the best part. And then I would say the most, the worst part was the lady with the chair. Oh, I yeah, was she, not okay with that. I was, like, I was oh, not. Man. I was not not okay with that. Just I, I was not start some shit. Hey, man. You know, shit. Women, like, women could have got the right to vote a whole Literally. fifty years earlier. <laughs> no, a whole fifty years earlier, if they would have agreed to do it with. I'm going to tell you men. from my they, perspective. Women suffrage lasted fifty years longer. From a white woman's perspective, um, she, she put herself <laughs> in the middle yeah. of a brawl. With a, a bunch of men, I'm man, just saying, sure. like she went in and, and sure. she was down, and then she got back up, and she most likely, we don't know this, right? Most like allegedly, probably said something snarky yeah, sure. before she got hit in the head with one of these chairs. Where yeah. I'm sitting she in, got, the and they just kept screaming racial out. slurs. So that's why all the black people kept coming in is because yeah. they kept the racial slurs up. And so the yes, mayor yeah. was like, yeah. "We're actually." Mostly pressing charges against the white people because this was they're looking for they crime. were looking yeah, for Reggie yeah, the, like, right like, the white people did nothing but just hate crime type shit, and so the black people were like, "No, you're not going to jump a security guard. Plus, no. this is all your fault." And like none of the employees got fired. <laughs> yeah. So that kid that jumped in the water was 16 years old. Badass, yo. I mean, all it was like a like superhero that. movie. I've right never now. seen, and so I watched it from a different angle today. So I saw like kind of off camera the girl fall into the water <laughs> but then i saw from a different angle today where she was like pushed Push. and then and then the, the, <laughs> it was a it was a um it was a uh a cruise ship uh employee and she pushed her in they were fighting and she pushed her in the water and goes <laughs> <laughs> and it's like walked off and then um in that same shot uh one of the guys or two of the guys were trying to like sneak out, get the fuck out, and uh, they started on them. And one guy just jumped in the water. He's like, like I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. Black people can't swim. Anymore. Get in the water. <laughs> so, so it was one of the ones. It was the yeah. So so yeah. So and then the other guy just got his. And then the props. <laughs> 
this is physically impossible. <laughs> the Crocs on that guy's legs. Did you guys see the guy was that his from shoes? that event? Yes. Get out of here! They were the toes of his, his Crocs bats. were open, and the Crocs were on his calves. <laughs> While he was laying in handcuffs, Dude, he's trying to run away that fast. I want that on a T-shirt. I want that on a T-shirt because I don't. What even... happened? Were his Crocs just yeah. spread out? Oh, okay. And I yeah, feel like, so like what, how, that would like to know how it happened. I don't want to see the video. How did it happen? Right? You see the moment where the Crocs went up the shin. Were your Crocs so worn the fuck out? Like, yes. I want to know the condition of the Crocs before and uh, after, uh, because this is important. Were alone. This is important. And are they true Crocs? Are they true Crocs or are they knockoff Crocs? That part. Oh, man. It makes a difference. Too. Could have been Walmart Crocs, which are perfectly Crocs fine, but sorry, also stop you. wearing Crocs in public you unless you have a job that requires it. You know where Crocs <laughs> come from? What, why Boulder. they got popular? Medical. Why they got popular. Was from the yes. No, it was no, Idiocracy. From the movie. Oh, the movie. Idiocracy. Because so they were, yeah. The guy who made the movie wanted the dumbest shoe he could find. And this was And a it new just company. so happened to be a brand. And he said, word for word, it was like, that shoe, that shoe is going nowhere. I want that on my movie. So everybody in Idiocracy is wearing Crocs. And here we are, friends. Here we are. Boom. Hey, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's horrible. That sounds horrific. No, um, man, I have too much time. Did we? Oh, her alarm didn't go off, but it well, is. My, it's over there. That over there. I think somewhere. It is four twenty on the west coast. Oh shit! So every every cannabis facility I've ever run, I've run a ton of cannabis and built a ton of. Every 420 to my to my crew, I shout out 420, and everybody shouts back 420. It's, like, it's this awesome thing that is like you're at the Renaissance like Fair like every single day. <laughs> oh man, Renaissance Fair is over in it. Yeah, yes, we went we did. once and ate an expensive turkey leg. It was hot as balls, like y'all. I, I do love it though. Uh, I love it so much. It was fun. It was um, a good time. We ate a. Uh, Probably it was probably a fifteen twenty dollar turkey leg for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We shared it. Between we shared the it. Three of us. <laughs> yeah, because it was big and it still didn't finish it. Still didn't. What else did we eat? We ate a. We ate. Um, of course, on the way out, we got a funnel cake. We ate nuts. We had some nuts. Um, love nuts. We had frozen nuts. chocolate yeah. banana. Frozen chocolate banana. Oh yeah, we got a frozen oh, yeah. chocolate banana because I couldn't make it to the turkey that? in time. Or you know, yeah, my stomach was like, yeah, it was like, so yeah, um, you guys, this has been an amazing show. Um, we're gonna let them tell you where you can find them before we log off, but always, as always, we have to do the would you rathers. Uh, before we get to that, the show is brought to you by, of course, Queen Kitty Seltzer. Pop this kitty, put it in your mouth. Yeah, cheers, everybody. So good. No yak in the back. No sugar, no sweetener. Um, it's absolutely delicious. And today we cooked with it. So we're gonna we're gonna taste those cakes when we get home. The the brownie turned out really good, but it was crumbly. Check out our lives. Yeah, so yeah, go to Queen like Kitty a cakey, cakey brownie. We're gonna make it work. We're gonna add some ice cream to it. 
here, here. Um, and then we made a funfetti cake with the bubble gum. And then we made a lemon poppy seed bread with the lemon. With the lemon, yes. So we made the brownies with the cherry. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Uh, Queen Kitty Seltzer is our tag on social media. www.queenkittyseltzer.com is where you can find us. We do deliver in Denver for a small delivery fee, um, and um, it won't break the bank. And it'll be the best thing you put on your taste buds in forever, probably. And we'll ship if you don't live here in Denver, um, except for six states like Hawaii, Mississippi, Idaho, Idaho Iowa. New Dakota. Hampshire and a South Dakota. It is South Dakota. It's South Dakota. It's a Dakota. So, anyways, because safe. you either have to grow hemp in those states in order to sell it in those states, or uh, they just have really strict laws. So we're just not even fucking. We're not fucking <laughs> with that shit. You know, Tommy Chong got arrested for selling a bong to a guy in Pennsylvania that kept pestering him to sell the bong, and he said no a million times. But the one time he said yes, he got arrested. So, you know, we just, I don't do, I don't think I will do well in prison. And so I'm not <laughs> going to risk it. Okay. That's how I feel about it. Anyways, also CQLC, a uh, consulting education company. Uh, we are uh, certified to do responsible vendor training in the state of Colorado. We really do it in any state, but Colorado has a certification and we have that. So give us a call 970-426-5985 if you want to know more about that. And of course, if you want to follow the Cannabis Closet, you can go to solo.to slash Cannabis Closet 420. That's where you'll find all of our links and our uh, Discord link where you can join us on Discord. Usually we jump on after the show. We're not going to do that tonight because we're going to go fight traffic all the way back. Oh, to- man, oh, man. I thought it was so far. Back to Castle Rock. That's so, it's like fucking Africa. It's so, it's so far deep. away. So far. Um, it took us 35 oh, minutes to get here. You guys can hang out for the event. The traffic, traffic dies down. Yeah, it'll take us thirty yeah. minutes to get back. Yeah, we have so we still have to pack for leaving tomorrow. That part. We still oh, have to shit. pack our food and go to the grocery store Stop. and pack our clothes and pack <laughs> the cars. That all of that we have to do. So oh, so we're gonna be at some events coming and up. And load our drinks. And we gotta load the drinks. We're gonna be at some events. Uh, we're gonna be at Tico time this weekend. Uh, so come check us out at Tico Time if you're in the area. That's going to be in Aztec, New Mexico. Um, it's going to be a cannabis cup and reggae party for um, two days of music. And then um, on Sunday, there's a couple of festivities happening as well. And so come definitely see us then. And then on August um, 27th, we're going to be uh, at the Heavy Metal Flea Market um, at the Black Sky Brewery from noon to five, so come check us out there. And also on, it was supposed to be on the 28th, but I think it's moved to the 2nd of September. We're gonna have another event with Elijah Tribe at Goose Town Tavern that's here in Denver. Um, so definitely um, come see us there. We'll post all of that in the upcoming shows. Oh, speaking of upcoming shows, there will not be one next week because I have to be on the road to Durango and we just need a minute to breathe after <laughs> all of everything. Maybe catch going up on. on some sleep. Yeah, I'm not going to um, do that. I'm going to drive to Durango, but but we do need a second. So I don't want to rush to Durango and have to jump on the show and not be prepared for it, whatever. So 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna skip next week. Uh, hope you guys don't mind. We'll be back the following week, I think, with Elijah Tribe. Ooh, live, live. So so I think it's gonna be the following week, but I'll I'll double check and we'll get it on the schedule. Maybe um, y'all can all come all the way out. All the way out. To check out the in show. Where at? In Castle Rock? It's going to be at Castle Rock. Yeah, it's going to be at the castle. At the castle. like another country or something? <sighs> like not even a U.S. entity. Not even. Not even. <laughs> it takes so long. Um, okay, so I took some pictures of some Would You Rathers since I didn't do any show notes today. So we have Would You Rathers um, at the end of every show. Mm. And, of course, we do want to know what you think. So let's see. I didn't do some. I didn't do gross ones Either. today. Either. <laughs> um, I did do this one because I thought it was relevant to the business types that you are. So I did do this. This one is is kind of like. Uh, anyways, you'll see. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather? Oh, hey, everybody, come back from your dishes or whatever the fuck you're Baby, doing. Baby, come back. Bring bring your ass back to your computer. Okay. Okay. So. Would you rather work on building your confidence or your resilience? Would you rather would you rather be super confident or be able to just bounce back immediately? Uh, I think bounce back. Yeah. Bounce back because the emotional shit will fuck you up. You can work on confidence, but if you let that shit tear you up, then you're fucked. Resilience. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would have to say the bounce back for sure. The bounce back is so important, especially in business, because if you own your own business, she said, I've got resilience. That's the she thing does. I was like, she's, the confidence. I was like, sometimes that's what gets you. I'm like, I. The bounce back is super important. Uh, if you're able to do that already, then of course you're going to want that other piece. Uh, I think you get more confidence as as you yeah as you build build yourself through making those mistakes and being able to bounce back and pivot and try something new and being successful in that makes you confident so like i fucked up this but i i fixed it i i did this right because that's the cycle that's the the negative cycle right the uh, not bouncing back is like because you're not confident and you start thinking of the things that you're not confident in and which the the what is the should be doing this, should be doing that. Like you're not confident in what you're doing. And so that creates, you know, yeah. Sometimes I think that the resilience is the lesson though. It's it's the lesson that you learn. And like you said, if you get like and I am an emotional person and it does, it fucks with me sometimes. So if you get through if you can get past being like taking it personally and being emotional about it and just knowing, especially when it comes to business, just knowing that that this is part of it. This is part of the process is, is, uh, it's not always going to work. Uh, but when it does work, it's amazing. Yeah. Woo, we did it right. Yeah. <laughs> and that feels amazing. Yes. So I think, I, Write yeah. that down. um, of course we all want both, but yeah. Um, I, the ability to just, uh, be able to let it roll. I think, I don't always have that, so I would definitely want to be able to hone that skill. Yay! Oh, that's dope. Yeah, another. Yay! 
mom. Um, Do we need to watch our language? We're not going to. We love you. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, okay. What's the next one? The next. So they're not all. They're not all about business and stuff. Um, let's see. Oh, this is the first one. Would you rather, would you rather be in jail for five years or in a coma for a decade? Coma for a decade. Jail? Coma for, like, jail or prison? Let's talk, yeah. let's prison. It's prison. It's prison, but. Prison you get to see outside. Jail you don't. So. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. Woo. She said coma. She did not hesitate. I know. I said coma too, right? Listen, I need need some sleep. Just coma for a a decade. But that's like five years. That's just fine. Yeah. So then you wake up. So much could happen in 10 years, especially with technological advances. And also, have any of you watched The Walking Dead? Dude woke uh, up and shit was different. <laughs> no bills. I get fed. I get to read. I know it's a sweat. Oh, they're charging you. Food. Yeah, that's for, yo, for I, sure. For us, I'm being jailed with Hooch. Woo. It's like, yo, uh, girl, you got that money on my books. I'll be focused when I get out of there. I'll be a machine. She said, I'll be a machine. She said, I'm tired. Let me sleep. I did a full-time work day of just I just started boot camp. That's what I think I would do. I would just, first I would be depressed about it, but then I would just start working out. Yeah. Well, this is what I needed. Yeah, I would do so much business stuff. I would learn, like, I would, okay. All right. Right, I already have all that time. Right, take, take that we always say we need. You know, all right, you know who I'm talking to, right? You're I'm just... going to all the business people who got arrested for business shit. All right, yeah. and I'm be like, what the fuck did you do wrong? And you you are obviously in here for like they don't just take anybody to jail, right? It's always good money. Right. So so they were doing something big. It, it, it was big enough to put them there. Therefore, I'm are they in the same? Are they in the same? What'd you do? What'd you what do? You do? Wait, 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 wait. Round it up. Wait, 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 wait. But what did you do? Because are you in the same prison as people who got rounded up for business? Yo, like, what did you go to jail for? I would go to jail for in a heartbeat. Well, my kids, mm-hmm. no, I'll go to prison for the rest of my life. I don't think that's kids. the same prison. Um, I don't think they spend time no, in the same. Oh, they, do, they do heavy, like, finance, like banking crimes and, like, a lot of that stuff. Like, yeah, they're all. Because well, I feel like if your kids are involved, my, somebody's dead, right? My stepfather got 15 years in prison down here. Um, the, what is it, Canyon, Canyon City? City? Yeah, Canyon City, which is murderers. And, but it was oh, bank well, robbery. there you go. Chapel Look, I don't know. So what did you do wrong on a bank robbery? What would you have done right? <laughs> Listen here, I don't know. Don't go back to the don't same location. Yeah. Don't drop your ID. I know nothing about this. <laughs> that's what he did. Obviously. You find him on the most dumbest criminal. I know nothing about it. Really? Really? Second time, and that's got. But did it again? Or he set up an account with the same. Yeah, he got caught. He got caught at the with the money one, but he went back to the. Oh my gosh! No, he was just hopping over the counter. Crazy. Got recognized. Got recognized. But he they tried to get him for like thirty different things. I don't believe that one, right? Oh, got that story. More, one more. We got one more. One more. Already. One more. Last one. Would you rather get trapped in the middle of a food fight or a yeah. water balloon fight? I'm hungry. 
What kind of food? food fight. Yeah. Italian? <laughs> 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 what kind of food? I'm just collecting it. Like, like, yeah, where does it come I'm from? Tomato, it, tomatoes upset my tummy. So like, I know, I know. It's like a lot of pizza. That's I don't know if I can be involved. Unless we got Alfredo, white sauce pizza, oh my chicken, God. chicken bacon oh, ranch. Is it just raining? Is it just raining? You get to pick whatever you want to throw. Very specific about what food you can throw at him. So, so no, it's all hungry now. Barbecue. I know, I'm starting. Let's go. <laughs> but we, I know, we gotta cut this short because we are all about to gnaw on our arms. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, so everybody would be in a food fight because we're starving. Water <laughs> just sounds like torture. Um, just like, 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 I just look at well, that, that nice slap to the face with the water. Balloon, like, I don't want to wear food. food. I feel the hurt. same way. I want to just eat the food. Like, if I could be. It said you're trapped in the middle of it, and I just feel like my hair is not made for that. So, <laughs> listen, if we get to be prepared for it, then by all said, means, neither is mine. Can we do a half and half where, like, we start off with a food fight and then and end then with and the water, 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 water guns? <laughs> um, Maybe water guns. <laughs> water, water. We do water guns instead of water balloons. So we can yeah, yeah. Why is it a water balloon? Also, I don't like balloons. balloons. Yeah, we don't like balloons. How about water? Well, you can choke on a balloon, and that just doesn't sound. I don't like balloons because they're bad for the environment. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. I want to make sure everybody knows two things about me. One, one, I'm gonna meet Snoop Dogg, and we're gonna be like best friends. Yeah. Two, if I go missing, it wasn't me. And get my Dateline episode. If y'all release one single motherfucking balloon, I'm gonna haunt you. I'm gonna haunt the shit out of you. It's not gonna be pleasant. It is not. Do not Are they biodegradable balloons. Do not murder this environment on behalf of my missing or dead soul. What about the lanterns? Those, those are, are bad too. Those are no, bad they're too, bad yeah. because turtles, turtles think they're jellyfish. They well, don't compose. They're paper, they're paper though, aren't they? Well, they don't compose. They're, they're, they're made of something that's not. Oh. Too, yeah. Really good. Anyways, don't do it. Um, just good. celebrate me yeah. by smoking a fat, fat one. Honestly, that's how you celebrate me. You smoke as many fat ones as you can smoke in a 24-hour period. We're going to put your ashes in a little soil packet with a seed, and you can go grow. <laughs> and then you smoke me. Hey, and they then got pouches, me. too. They, they got these little egg pouches that you can just <laughs> stick yourself in and they're buried. I want, I want, I want to be turned into a Rolex. I want to be turned into a kid. You want to come back as a Rolex? Tick, 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 tick. time, I'm like going crazy. Oh my God. I want to come back as Nugget. You guys, Check us out. We're always uh, live, almost always, not next week, uh, live on Wednesdays at 420 Mountain Standard Time. Tell us where you can find we can find uh, you and the THC girls and the Highly Connected app. You can find me at motherfucking Jones, M-T-H-R-F-K-N, Jones, the High Country Girls, the Highly Connected app, and that, that's everywhere online. Everywhere. Yes. You can find us at Shisha Leafa, everywhere. You can find us at uh, Fanband5280 on Instagram and Fanband Productions on everything else. And then uh, Garcia Grind on Instagram. Yeah. You got bars. You got, you know, (laughs) songs you can sing. Come down tonight. We're throwing the little uh, open mic. Yeah, the open mic's tonight at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. 
222 North Broadway. Yeah. 222 two, 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 so just let me know where you at, and we'll run some dubs, you know. And then uh, on, the business, <laughs> on, on the business, on the business side, like, this, is, this is why we don't get anything done. <laughs> on, on, the, on the business side, you can find me at Monte Mentoring Group. Um, that's Monte Mentoring Group. Um, just a big collab I put together with a bunch of cannabis companies and a bunch of cannabis business owners. Um, who sell product to not straight to consumers, but who use the product. So tables, lights, um, you know, watering, nutrients. all that, uh, nutrients, all the good stuff. Anything to make your cannabis business run. I pretty much have some sort of partnership in the industry, so that's kind of what I do. Or you can find me here at the lounge, uh, chilling, installing ATMs, doing other things, having having. Don't worry. Fun. Well, you know us, so you can just ask and we'll connect you. <laughs> Don't worry, we, we got you. Or if you're a business owner, you can get on the Highly Connected app and us. you can find us all there. For sure. Everybody. Don't play, everybody. That's true. We're all there. Uh, you guys have been great in the comments today. Thank you for um, letting us use the space. Uh, yes. Check out the Shisha Leafa Lounge $10 membership. That is cheap, yo. Well, get it while it's it lasts. <laughs> see, see what happens just like that it's inflation uh so you guys uh come on down check out the event tonight um if you got some open mic skills come come do it um and is it is it just is it just uh is it just hip-hop is it just dropping bars or no it's everything it's everything it's everything it's uh acoustic it's comedy it's poetry there it is it's do what you want. All open mic. All. You want to get on your soapbox about whatever it is you want to get on your soapbox you about. Do some slam poetry. Well, well. I don't know. Is that what they still call it? Yeah. 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 We all snap our fingers. Um, <laughs> we all snap our fingers. You guys have been amazing. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you in two Wednesdays, 420 Mountain Standard Time. Make sure you set your alarms and your alerts. We love you guys. Don't forget to be nice to yourself for your mask before assisting others. Oh, cultivate love and bring it to you. Uh, and as always, uh, stay lifted and stay gifted. You know, you love it. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for hanging out.